What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Twisted 20s. This is a podcast dedicated to reminding you of your God-given purpose through personal testimonies, trials, and personal revelations. I believe that each and every single one of us was created with a purpose for a purpose, and it is up to us to align with it. I'm your host, T. Louise, and I am so excited for today's episode because, y'all, the breakdown of this episode is about to be so impactful so powerful my aunt actually called me and her the way that she broke it down it was from her political side of things but it really got me to thinking about how many of us sell ourselves short on a day-to-day basis how many of us are are really not accepting the purpose the destiny that God has for us And I am so excited to be able to break this down for y'all in a way that I feel like you guys will be able to understand. So, y'all, if you would love to join me on Twisted 20s as a co-host, you can still email me a one to two minute video at submissions at twisted20s.org. And that's cool. If you don't want to be a co-host, that's perfectly fine. But I would still love to hear from you. So with that being said, y'all, we about to go ahead and get into today's podcast episode. All right, y'all. So when I, when I got to thinking about this episode, it was really because of my aunt. My aunt had called me And we were talking about the story of Esau and she was comparing it to a political aspect of things and encouraging us to vote, encouraging us to get out and and make our voices heard. But as, as I got off the phone with her, I started thinking to myself, how do we sell ourselves short like Esau did? And of course, like I always do, I came up with my own definition of what it means to sell yourself short. And I got to thinking that selling yourself short means to ignore, procrastinate, intentionally be disobedient, and ultimately put our will before God's will. That is what it means to sell yourself short in my by my definition, okay? Your definition may be completely different from, my, from mine, but I truly feel like when we sell ourselves short, We are putting our will, our vision, the way we think our life should go, our plans, everything that we desire before God's. And so the story of Esau, if you guys do not know about the story of Esau, Esau sold his birthright for a bowl of stew. Imagine you are so hungry, okay? Imagine you are so hungry that you are willing and able to sell your birthright. Like, just think about that for a moment. You are starving that you literally give up everything that you own, everything that is destined for you for a little bitty bowl of stew. So as I really like thought about that, I started to have like this revelation and I feel like God placed it on my heart and he said, Think about how many people are so hungry for their own desires. Think about how many people are so hungry for their own vision, their own plans, that they are literally willing to sell the birthright that I have for them. 
you selling the birthright that God has for you is the equivalent to Esau selling his birthright for a small bowl of stew. And if you are not understanding me at this point, let me break it down even further. Your birthright is the very purpose that God has assigned to you. It is your destiny. And when you are literally willing to give that up for your own plan, the, the, the way that you see your life, your vision, your desires, you are literally giving up your birthright for a small bowl of stew. Let me tell y'all, <laughs> when God gave me this revelation, I was like, shut the front door. I was so blown away by how he broke this down to me. And my aunt Sandra, she literally gave me the idea. She planted that seed on the inside of me that, you know, people are out here selling themselves short every single day. And even though her example was political and she was encouraging people to vote and she was encouraging people to allow their voice to be heard and to recognize that people are being short-sighted and that they're selling themselves short from a political aspect of it, I feel like I was able to understand how, from her example, how we're selling ourselves short on a day-to-day -day basis just by selling the very thing that God has for us. And I feel like previously, if, I, if I'm if i being honest, I feel like I really, I had sold my birthright. You know, I really, I didn't care about the purpose God had for me. I didn't have, I didn't care about the plans or the visions that he had for me. Honey, I had my own plans, okay? I had my own visions, okay? Like, baby, <laughs> I had my own plan. I had my life. I had literally had my life planned out since I was like in middle school, probably like when I got to high school, I thought for sure I was going to go to college. I was going to graduate as a, and become a lawyer, go to law school, move back home and go to, um, I think it was like the uh, Nashville School of Law. Like I had all these things planned out. And then when I realized I didn't want to be a lawyer, I was like, okay, I'm going to move to California. I'm going to go to law school. I'm going to be some big actor. I'm going to be an entertainer. Like I had all these plans for myself. And God was looking at me like, girl, that is not the plan I got for you. <laughs> and so I feel like I had came to a point where I was actually willing to sell the, the very birthright that God had for me because I had my own idea of what my life should have been. The thing that is that makes us different from Esau, and I want you to understand this. The thing that makes us different from Esau is that each and every day that we wake up and that we have breath in our body, every single day that the Lord allows us to see another day is another chance another opportunity for us to choose our purpose and our birthright over our own plans, our own visions, our own desires. And I think for me, the place I had to get was learning how to treat my birthright and my purpose like a precious jewel, like a jewel that is like, you don't want to sell it. Like one of them type of jewels you keep, you know how like, well, I don't know because I ain't ever been on this type of level at the, at the jewelry store, but there are a certain type of jewels that they do not keep out, you know, on the, on the display. Okay. Like there are certain jewels that they got in the, in the uh, vault 
Like, you got to be led back there, okay? Like, you got to be one of, you got to be somebody with some money, somebody with some notoriety, you know, to be trying to get those type of jewels. And they keep those jewels locked up. Everybody does not have access to those jewels. Same way as your birthright, same way as your purpose. Everybody will not have access to what God is doing in you. Everybody will not have access to the purpose that God is placing on the inside of you. And I don't know where this is going because this was not a part of my outline. <laughs> but I feel like God is, is, is telling me like everybody's not going to have access to you. Where I'm taking you, there are people that you are going to have to let go there are people that are holding you back. There are people in your group that are allowing you to sell yourself short and they do not care. They do not care that you are not fulfilling your purpose. They do not care that you are still dealing with the, the things that you are dealing with, that you know that you need to, to, to let go of, the things that you know you need to heal from. Everybody cannot have access to you. And everybody will not have access to the person that God is, is changing you into. It took me a long time to understand that. Like, don't get me wrong. I still talk to my friends, you know, from back home, but it's not a everyday type of conversation. And I think that was like one of the hardest things that I had to understand when God was transitioning me is that I couldn't take those same people along with me on the new journey that God had for me. Not to say that I don't still love those people, not to say that I, that I don't still talk to those people, but those are not the type of people that I can be around every day. Those are not the type of people that I can conversate with every day because there is something else that God has for me. There is a different vision a different plan and a different place that God is trying to take me. And if I keep putting my, my way of life, how I see my life before his, I am ultimately putting myself in a position of ignorance. My, my auntie said something to me that really like stuck with me. She said, I had wrote it down. So let me get my notes out because I love to quote people on my podcast Let's see. Let me. Okay. My auntie said that there's a difference between ignorance and stupid. She said that ignorance is when you, do, when you don't know the facts. She said everybody is ignorant about something, okay? But she said stupid is when you have the facts. All the facts have been presented to you and you still ignore them. So I feel like I was stupid. I feel like God was literally, literally showing me all the signs. He was showing me everything that he had for me and I still ignored it. I still ignored it for my own plan and my own vision. So I ask you, are you selling yourself short? And if you are, I encourage you to stop it. I encourage you to not allow yourself to sell your birthright. But also give yourself grace. And that was another tough thing for me, was allowing myself grace. Same thing with me losing my mom. Like, losing my mom was by far, like, one of the hardest things I have ever experienced 
in my 25 years of life. And I have beat myself up every day for possibly four years since she has passed because I feel like I should be at a place where I'm healed. I feel like I should be at a place where I'm not sad anymore. I feel like I should be at a place where I'm, I don't cry anymore. I feel like I should be at this certain place. And in reality, I have to give myself grace. Sometimes I don't even realize it still blows my mind how her passing has really affected me. Like it's, it's the type of pain that cuts you so deep that even you just don't realize it. Like you just don't realize it. And until you're in the moment, actually thinking about the pain and I never saw myself how God saw me. And I said this on my last episode. And so I just continue to just encourage you to just encourage to see yourself the way that God sees you. Seeing yourself the way God sees you is, is the most beautiful thing because it helps you to continue in your purpose. It helps you to continue on in the birthright that God has for you. And another thing that I think about your birthright and it being your destiny and your purpose, your birthright is everything that God has already written out for you. That's your birthright. Even if it's every hang up, every addiction, every negative thing, every good thing, every blessing, everything that is happening in your life and that is going to happen in your life. Is the very thing that God has already predestined for you. That is your birthright. And a lot of us think that we can change our lives. We like to be in control. I'm, I was one of those people. Like I felt like I had to be in, in control of everything. And when I wasn't in control of everything, I felt like I was losing control of my life. And I didn't like that. And it took me a, a long time to get to a place of understanding that I am never in control. The only thing that I can, tr can control is the way that I react to things, the things that I say, and the choices that I make. That is the only thing that I can control. I cannot control someone else. I cannot control the outcome of my life. Yeah, actually, I take that back. I can't control the outcome of my life because I think that when we are obedient to what God is asking us to do, like I said on my last episode, my last podcast episode is, you know, where there's obedience, there is prosperity. And I truly believe that, like, I live by that. Like, where obedience is, is prosperity. Because when God is asking you to do something, he's not asking you to do something because he just wants you to do it because he says so. He's asking you to do it because it's going to take you somewhere else that is a part of your birthright, that's a part of your purpose, that's a part of your destiny that he has for you. And when you are obedient to what he's asking you to do, it's just another part of his plan, another part of his vision for your life. <sighs> I'm just really like just sitting here thinking about that breakdown of Esau selling himself short. How he was literally willing to give up everything. His, his whole entire birthright. Because he was so hungry. And so many of us are so hungry. We, wanna, we want shortcuts. We want it 
microwavable. My mama used to say that to me all the time. It used to irritate me so bad because I would tell her, nah, mama, I'm not like that. I don't want, I don't want my, my stuff microwavable. But I really do. Like, we want shortcuts so bad. And we are literally willing to take them. Not even realizing that the way the process that God is trying to take us through, yes, it may take a year. Heck, it may take even two years. But it's his process. So many of us are willing and able to sell our birthrights because we want what we want. We don't want what God wants. We want what we want our way, our time. And that is why people are willing to sell their birthright for a bowl of stew. That is so fire. When when God gave me that revelation, y'all, I was so I was in such awe. I was in such awe of the revelation that I had received from that. Just that simple conversation that me and my auntie had about how we sell ourselves short, how we are short-sighted. And so many of us are, we're selfish. We only want what we want. It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing for us to sell ourselves short. Man, I'm still in awe. I'm just like sitting over here, like just in awe of that. I hope this episode was impactful to your life. And I hope that it inspires you to not sell yourself short, to not sell your birthright, to not sell the purpose and the very destiny that God has for you. I love you. Peace, love, and blessings. T. Louise.